Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back as we meet here on Common Ground. I'm your host, Zetsumetsu Evolution. Podcast! Perfect rise! When the podcast starts, the Queer Soldier 6 is born. Presented by Scanline. Six step more. That was a dramatic pause so that I could make my own life easier as I edit in my my henshin. Uh, returning guest, Toku Staple, Crass Pants. Hey, that's me. Danger. And shit. And uh first time long time Toku old head M, how's it going? I would not describe myself as a long time Toku anything. I would consider myself a recent convert. Three, two, one. Henshin. It's Gundam time. But no, you instantly turned yourself into an old head because you were like, "Oh, I hear, I hear, Common Rider build is great." So what if I watched the original Common Rider? Build was not the thing that got me into Common Rider. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely. Start at the beginning, go to the end. That's the abnormal mapping way. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, what what was it? The thing? What was it? What was your? What was the the hook that got you? Um, people just wouldn't shut up about the stupid bug men. I think is really what it is. Oh, uh, so it's X Eight. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, no, what actually happened is Crass got me into uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy, and then I watched all the Thunderbolt mm. Fantasy there was to watch, and I was like, <laughs> I would like more of this, please. And sure. uh, I I guess I just like missed. Because I can go watch more puppet theater if I wanted. I'd probably have a good time. But I, I ended up on <laughs> Toku. Uh, Forza, specifically, I watched a bit of that. Or as I was watching, I was like, I need to go back to the source. I need to understand how this began and started watching Ichigo, Ichigo at the same time. And uh, still am watching Ichigo. I finished two other Common Rider series in that time. <laughs> because, you know what? The 100-episode show from the 70s is a bit of a slog sometimes. Mm, a, a slow Especially burn, when, perhaps. for 40 episodes in a row, your favorite character is not on the show. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it, that part's bad. Victims of circumstance and, you know, injuries. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. I understand how it happens, but if Common Rider had just been 13 episodes, it would be the greatest show ever made. Yeah, no, I know. I, that's, that's, oh, I find myself saying that about shows so many times. It's like, wow, if they just had the bravery to do this in a reasonable amount of time, this would be incredible. Yeah. But, uh, so, okay, you've been watching Ichigo. Yeah. Uh, Crass and I have been watching Zero One as it goes. I watched the first six episodes. I don't remember <laughs> how many of Zero One. Oh. That show goes some places. 
I'm sure it does. I know there's a corporate common rider who has like TMs on all of his moves or whatever. That sounds sick ah, as hell. It's so good. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> um what like what else? I know um Crass, you got into uh Garo versus Road since we last dipped in, right? Yeah, that's uh, the currently airing Garo show. Uh Garo for those who don't know is a mature tokusatsu, you know, say you're Adult Swim instead of Toonami. <laughs> and this is the latest series, uh, completely separate from the rest of Garo. So if you want to jump in, you can just do that. It's only three episodes so far. Uh, by the time this goes up, probably four. And yeah, it's... Yeah, it's 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 a VR Battle Royale Isekai tokusatsu. Yep, you know, that sounds like um, hell. Okay. Yeah, here's the thing, is I don't like it. <laughs> oh, but it's good is the thing, you have to understand. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. The premise is nothing special. It's, uh, you know, 1,000 shows come out every year that are this. But I really like how it's shot. The uh, characters are pretty pleasant. And there's something about a tokusatsu where three episodes in, nobody's henshined yet. <laughs> so it has a restraint that I find really interesting. But there's, well, it has a restraint as far as henshins, and I have a suspicion that the restraint is going to carry on because so far it's just like people hitting each other with pipes. Yeah, and that, that rules. I don't like it. These people, like, it's, it's you know, it's like cheap gore, but it's still gore. And I'm just like, don't hit that person with a pipe. He asked you not to. <laughs> oh. See, it's very divert. I love that so many of the fights just end up looking like the crazy 88 scene. <laughs> I operate on uh, the uh, PS2 Punisher rules of you can you, you can do whatever you want to these people as long as they never say they don't want it to happen. Well, they put on the headset, they had their chance to leave. <laughs> but the implication is very strongly that if they chose to leave, they would be disintegrated from reality. So, yeah, no, well... they didn't really have their chance. <laughs> well, they believe they had an option at one point. <laughs> <sighs> and what have you been watching? Uh, Kamen Rider Ichigo. <laughs> Well, okay, yes, sorry. Good, but, you know, elaborate, please. I mean, if we want to talk about Isekai, I started reading the first book of Sword Art Online yesterday. I did do that with I, I, what? Oh, we were almost... <laughs> One, the show, is, the show is called Common Ground. It's a toku show, and, and Sword Art Online books don't count. Two, I actually have a standing rule on my other podcast where people can pay me to cover shows, but I will not cover Sword Art Online. So why would you think I would do it here where I'm not being paid? Uh, I mean, I can't believe that's your one line. I feel like you should have more lines than that. I, 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 will ha I draw lines as they come up. Okay. There will be other lines, I am sure. People have... That's the, that's the only one that people have really tried to push. Okay. That I've been against. You did Attack on Titan. Uh-huh, but we did it from a pers see the problem. <laughs> you're not you're not going to trick me into this. You're not going to trick me. I'm not going to do it. Uh I had reasons. It's different. I sat on a 3-hour Dang and Rampa podcast with you once. <laughs> but I could talk about how much that sucked. The first 3 episodes of Sword Art Online are not good, but you don't understand how awful that show is yet. I mean Klein really wants his pizza and I feel like he should get it. 
can I just kick you off this call? <laughs> I mean, I can start talking about how uh, Garo versus Road is doing gender in the latest episode. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Sure. Uh, just, I think it's interesting that they've introduced a non-binary character. Uh, you know, translations being what they are. I can't say exactly how they identify, but the uh, subs I went with go with uh, a gender. And nothing's really happened with them yet, but it's cool to see. I, I like... I mean, it's kind of implied that they're going to murder their idol in order to be the prettiest, which is, you know, I guess the representation. Yeah, I mean, it's not, <laughs> not a huge fan of being a mental health angle and also having to be an androgynous uh, mo- supermodel as one of the acceptable forms of non-binary. On the other hand... They were given the choice of literally any weapon in the world and picked a knife. So So they're stupid. No, so they, you're saying. they rule. They got taste. They got a K-bar. They're going to kill a bear. I, you know what I prefer <laughs> taste is? Is something that works. A gun. Well. <sighs> yes, right? Just get a gun. Get a gun. <laughs> um... He's talking about mature and no one has a gun. How mature is your Tokusho? <laughs> no, see, that's that's truly mature. They know guns are not are dangerous. You don't want them. <laughs> you now kill everybody in this room. <laughs> Listen, we're all having fun around here, but the evil common Rider Genom would never drive a motorcycle without a motorcycle license. <laughs> exactly. You have to know that they all have approved helmets produced by Shoei. <laughs> Now you you as you mentioned you're you're the advocate of going back to the source M of like like understanding the roots and and how things have evolved. I right? I am not claiming that that is the right thing you should do with Common Rider. I I will actually came on this podcast to tell people you don't need to go down this road. It it only brings you aggravation. Um, oh, interesting. But you but should watch like eight episodes. Thirteen. You should watch the first thirteen. It comes to a, it comes to an actual end. They act like the show is ending and a second season is starting, but they just kept making the show actually. Um, and it's good. It's a good thirteen season arc. The thing is, one, it has very little to do with like what modern common writer is, and two, it's just going to make you disappointed in most com- modern common writer, uh, mm. because most common modern common writer is not uh, hunky dreamboats in like weird horror tinged uh, adventures, which is what Ichigo is. I mean, I guess, so I have not watched any Ichigo. I was meaning to, and and one thing being another, I didn't get to before this podcast. I certainly will, soon. But the way it's been pitched to me, I certainly want to watch it, but I feel like it's not that later Kamen Rider is necessarily disappointing. It's just very different. Yeah, yes and no. For sure. Like, it's definitely evolved. Like, Ichigo is the most episodic show. There's no broad... There's, like, a, the thinnest broad arc of a plot through the story. Um, and it, it, it's just not... Like, you know, you show up, he, he beats up the Nazis and their cyborg monster, and that's the end of the episode. Everyone cheers, he rides off. Um, and repeat that for 100 episodes. Um, and that's just not what Common Rider is anymore. Um, but I mean, are you gonna are you gonna tell me that's better no, than no, no. the Yankee thug who wants to m- be friends with everyone in the school? I'm not telling you it's better. I'm telling you that everything that isn't that is good. But that thing is really aggravating and makes me wish I could just have both. I wish I could have the very mm. plot focused common writer that has a hunky dreamboat who's fighting horror Nazis. Um, instead, we get like you know, 
the the waifish boys fighting corporations but they don't know that what the capitalism is bad they're just fighting for the good corporation which is my impression of zero one so far it's uh we're getting there i mean look in high C, a lot of corporations are evil and get fought sure. by the wayfish. Uh, look, place. I watch Common Rider Gaim. I understand what an evil corporation is. Uh, the thing that Common Rider Gaim never asks is, what if the evil corporation was correct? Mm. No, they're not correct. But no, <laughs> I don't think no. But there, there are high members who were you were supposed to believe were correct yes. for a while. <laughs> well, see now, Common Rider Zero One is like. What if 9S was the CEO of a tech company and just hated robots? <laughs> the, the thing, the, the thing with Common Rider, and it's just, it's just because I come from Gundam and I, I, you know, I watched Thunderbolt Fantasy, which for all of its ridiculousness has very specific themes is Common Rider is a show for children and it does not mm-hmm. have the tools or capability or imagination to interrogate itself on the level I wish it could. Um, that just seems sure. to be across the board. It's fine. Uh, if Gen Urobochi couldn't actually deconstruct Kamen Rider, nobody can. It's just inherent to the inertia of the franchise at this point. Um, I still don't understand your Urobochi st- <laughs> fandom. Uh, I, I, liked, I like everything that he's made. I, have, I haven't seen a bad thing yet. So I like Thunderbolt Fantasy. When are you Fantasy. starting Fate? <laughs> I mean, Fate's on the agenda. I need to finish Psychopaths first, which I've just kind of dawdled on. <laughs> Because I was watching Ghost in the oh. Shell, and you can't watch Ghost in the Shell and Psychopath. They're the same thing. <laughs> fair, fair. I, I guess I'm heavily colored by my experiences being uh, watching uh, Fate Zero, and a good uh, a classic Urobochi show for Oops, and then by our guest being tricked into watching more of it and just hating it even more. Um, I will uh, watch Fate Zero. That's that's going to happen this year. I've told people it's the next thing I will do. So. Well, uh, you, you can you can listen to that oops after that and and disagree with me okay. because that's I mean I, maybe I'll hate it but like us. I literally haven't disliked the thing of his yet and I I mean I haven't seen everything and I know that he has a reputation and I don't know mm-hmm. stuff's good watch watch the first season of Aldo Noah Zero absolutely do not watch the second season after he left first season is very good yeah much like Code Geass the first season's incredible and then it all goes to shit immediately. <laughs> No, listen. You're not. Uh, uh, you're not. On, you're not on a podcast with Jackson right now. I'm going to agree with you, yeah. not fight you. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been trying to get Crass to watch Code Geass. Is the thing. So, uh, 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 though, here's the thing: is I, I have the opposite view. I, I, I am. I am the mirror Jackson, where I'm like, man, the second season of Code Geass, garbage. Second season of Aldo Noah Zero, it's kind of like a fun mess. I mean, it's a fun mess, but it's not very good. Okay. Okay. No, it's not very good. <laughs> I like a lot of bad things is the thing. And that's how uh, I just find myself saying, Crass, you should watch Code Geass, a show that I think is genuinely pretty bad, but I like thinking about a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the mecha, like, tosses the pizza dough. That's not even what, it, what I care about with Code Geass. I like when they chase know, the cat for an entire episode. <laughs> that, you know, that's what Common Rider Zero One is missing. There's never an episode where they get to just chase the cat. Yeah. Well, perhaps we'll get that from Forze, which I think is the one show here that we've all seen. Yeah, it's my, it was my introduction, because uh, everyone I knew liked it. And you were trying to watch a game first. 
Yeah, the thing was, I wanted to watch Gaim because of my uh, quixotic Urobuchi quest uh, aforementioned. And I realized I shouldn't watch a deconstruction of Kamen Rider before I watched just a Kamen Rider. And everyone was mm-hmm. like, Forza is really good. So that's what I watched. And it's just, that's the truth. It's just really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Forza got me through a really rough time in my life last year and is an incredible show. I think I like Guy more, but Forza has so much more heart and is, like, probably a better show. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, Forza, the the show about the, the punk who wants to make friends with everyone and also is fighting constellations? I'm still only, like, ten episodes in. Yeah, but... it's, it's everything space-themed. He's science space and the enemies are astro... Or... What what if Common Rider was in Buffy? Is the whole Forza pitch, and it's really good about that. That's mm-hmm. a good pitch. Yeah. You just did a good job there. Yeah, yeah. It you know it doesn't have any of Whedon's uh, worst proclivities in terms of writing, uh, and you just get to go to American high school with all these Japanese kids who all have very oh. Japanese uh, <laughs> hobbies and character archetypes, except for the one guy who plays football. Uh, the one football team in all of Japan goes to this high school. <laughs> And they have a statue to the football player who's currently still in the school. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. What a goofy show. It's just, it's so nice. Uh, Gintaro is such a, a good kid. You just want to clap on the back. Uh, the, the thing I've, I haven't watched a bunch of Common Rider, but my, my assumption is most of them are not teens, like explicitly teenagers. And I feel mm-hmm. like it being a teenager really lets you get away with a lot because there's kids, yeah. they do dumb shit. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of them tend to be, you know, early 20s or, like, 18, 19. Yeah. the stuff I've been watching. Yeah. But, it, but, but like, the Zero One guy uh, is less mature than Guitaro, who is in high school. And <laughs> it, it, I think it hurts the show. Yeah, but he's not who you're really there for. You're here for the even less mature angry man who shoots a gun to transform. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm here for his, like, very over his shit superior, uh, but yes. Oh, she, uh, you should keep watching Zero One. I should, I should. <laughs> uh, what, if, what if she got to pilot a Zone of the Ender? Uh, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, could do Zero this. One, Zero One's not, like, a well-written show in the episodes I watched, but it's got better writing than Zone of the Enders, so automatically yeah. an improvement. <laughs> Yeah, the the writing is the weakest part. The mm-hmm. the part where characters and you're looking at stuff and they really care about the action. The part where they attach a GoPro to an axe. Oh, it's so good. They put a GoPro and on that axe. The axe. <laughs> this sounds they just, sick. They just, <laughs> it's very, they do the wire work so like every six episodes. They just like let's let's bust out the wire work and do some incredible shots. <laughs> There was an episode, like, shortly after we recorded uh, Common Rider, a Common Ground Zero One, where um, in a fight, one of the riders does, like, a clothesline and then, like, carries them on the clothesline, spins them into a throw, and then does, like, a Bayonetta Wicked Weave stomp attack with, like, a giant version of their limb crashing down. That's pretty sick. I'm all into that. It's so cool. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> You know, I guess Austin, I can see where you appreciate uh, Forza, because it's the closest of everything I've watched to being just episodic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything is like a very tight two episode arc. You can just, yep. every day you can sit down and watch an hour of Common Rider, have a really good time, and be on your way. Oh, it's it's just so refreshing to know, like, I'm going to sit down, 
start of these two episodes, there's going to be a problem. By the end of these two episodes, <laughs> Gintaro's going to solve that problem and be their friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is, it is episodic in service of a larger plot in the way that I really like when television is. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Th th there is not that much difference between Kamen Rider Forza <laughs> and Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. Okay. It took. Just, I, was, I thought about that for a minute. I'll let it. I'll let that one happen. Yeah. Like structurally, in terms of how you like write a television episode, those two parters are basically just you know classic forty-seven minutes of television. Anything from X Files to Star Trek to Buffy, like anything in that wheels like wheelhouse, is that kind of television writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason. So last time I I came to this show, I came to with a question, which was like, "Hey, I loved Build. Where do I go from here?" Mostly, right? Um. And this time, I think the question I come with is, like, Em, you watch, you watch some other Toku, right? Like, you watch, like, Ultraman and stuff, right? So, uh, I watched Ultra Q, which is the prequel to Ultraman, um, which is a black and white uh, anthology sci-fi show by the guy What Made Godzilla Special Effects Go. Um, you can get it on Blu-ray. It's uh, streaming through this very shady website that looks like it shouldn't exist. Uh, so don't do that. And you have to, like, buy it. Um, but you can get the Blu-ray for relatively cheap. And it looks incredible. Uh, like, shot on film, the Blu-ray is an incredible transfer. You literally get, like, reused Godzilla props uh, to make some of the monsters. And it is just, like... Some reporters are in Japan and weird shit is happening and they're here to investigate it every episode for like 27 mm. episodes or whatever. Um, and there's no like hero. It's just like, oh, it's kind of like, uh, Twilight Zone and that like something strange happens. They report on it. Maybe there's a narrator who says, and this was the lesson humanity need to learn all along. Don't trust the flying balloon monster. And I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, and it's incredible. It's just the best show in the world. Um, and then I, I started watching the first Ultraman, uh, which is immediately like in color is much more of like, you know, Ultraman is part of an elite investigation squad guy. Like he's just a guy in like this you know, secret police who investigate weird shit and an alien lands and gives him the Ultraman thing. And so he's just a Green Lantern. But instead of a mm. glowing arm, he just turns big and can fight. Um, and it's fun. It's like way more like immediately is just clearly aimed for children in a very mm. different way. Um, which is funny because I've always heard Ultraman is like the one that's for adults. But that seems ludicrous to me now watching the original Ultraman. Maybe that will one day be true. Um, but mm -hmm. I'd always heard it pitched when I got into Toku that Sentai's for the little kids, uh, Kamen Rider's like in the middle ground, and then Ultraman's for like the adults. And that just seems wrong and hilarious. But I don't know. I, I haven't seen enough to know. I've never watched a Sentai in my life uh, outside of like a crossover movie with uh, Gaim. So, you know. Well, see, oh. that's why you have to get the show for older teens, Garo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people saying, like, stabbing each other with screwdrivers, and then they get out of that situation, and they're like, wow, that sucked. You yeah. want to do it tomorrow? Yeah. That, like, what? <laughs> you know what? That sounds pretty sick, actually, if you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, no, but you should watch it. It rules. <laughs> Uh, if, if this is, get, if this is just if this is just like gambling apocalypse kaiji for physical violence, that sounds pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they go out for burgers that are on waffles instead of buns. Why? why? They, they do do that. Why? Well, I, th I think they only did it once. No, they and did. Then they th split it across two scenes. <laughs> mm, possibly. I'm, it, I'm it just saying they episodes. filmed it once. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't. I mean, like, I, I I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, Common Writer, thumbs up. I like this. Yeah. I am going to watch a lot of Common Writer. But 
like even i mean you know you you had this problem i or i feel like you probably had this problem to some extent before the great gundam project started where you were like i want to watch gundam but like how do you watch gundam and everyone has these different ideas right I mean, also, I thought Zeta was I thought Zeta was incredibly boring. And I was like, you know, what would get me to do this if I forced Jackson to do it and we just watched it mm-hmm. together. I didn't For expect sure. I didn't expect it to blow up into like our actual job. It was literally meant to be a tossed off thing. We did half an hour a week and turned into like our lives. No, I, I, I know how that goes. <laughs> um, not exactly the same, but yeah, I, I did start my first podcast just because I was like, hey, we have fun conversations after we play Dota together. What if we recorded them? And now here I am. Um, but I guess, like, I fa- I think it is it is difficult to know where to start with, like, Gundam. But it's not, like, you know, there are some sources and, you know, like, there, it's, it's one series, right? Yeah. I managed to get into Common Rider, and I'm looking at the rest of the world of Toku, and I just feel completely lost. Well, yeah, yeah it's different. It's different because like getting into Toku is like asking yourself, "How do I get into horror movies?" Like, <laughs> right. it's decades and thousands of entries across broad media. Like, you should go watch Godzilla. That's a good Toku thing. People don't really refer to it in the same way, like in America, because Godzilla is like you know an old classic film, and Toku is like this weird niche otaku thing. They're the same thing. <laughs> um. You know, you could always go just watch a bunch of kaiju movies. That's a great way to get into Toku. You know, actually, actually speaking of which, uh, I watched the uh, the Godzilla anime movies p- written by Urobochi, your favorite. This is this is this is one of the ones that I'm like, I'm gonna put off these because they sound like they might be bad. They are dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Godzilla, big though. Godzilla is big, and also the. Mm, no, I can't talk. I, mm. No, don't spoil. I mean, don't spoil it for me. I gotta find out for myself. That's bad. I, really the only thing I know is that he, the Godzilla in that is about nineteen Godzillas tall. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. That's a big Godzilla. Yeah, it's yeah. the size comparison charts are hilarious. When they, I'm a big, I'm big, a big believer in uh, fifty meter Godzilla. You don't need to get any bigger than that. You're just being excessive at that point. No, about three hundred meter Godzilla. No, no. <laughs> oh. so, you know, Jeff Gersman, bigger voice. <laughs> the, the, so the thing with the thing with getting into Toku, and, and I think like it, it's different for everyone, right? Like Crass really likes Toku in a way. I'm never going to like Toku. It's not going to be part of my thing is that I'm a Toku person. Um, I appreciate mm. it. Uh, what Toku is for me is it's the thing I do when I'm like really stressed and I've turned all my other hobbies into work. Like if I watch anime, it's for a podcast. And if I read a book, it's for maybe like turning into like something I can write about. Um, I have a movie podcast, like video games or disaster relationship with video games. Uh, Toku is a thing I put on like in the same way. Like sometimes I just watch three hours of YouTube. Sometimes I just watch a bunch of common writer. I don't think too hard about it. It's very good for that. Cause it doesn't ask you to, and it doesn't reward you if you do. Um, and you can just kind of like chill out, have some snacks, uh, tweet at someone, you know, and, uh, watch common writer post cool screen caps of something weird happening. Um, and I think that trying to have like the Gundam relationship with Toku or common writer would just drive me crazy. I just be starving for something to like dig into every day. Um, sure. But also, I mean, part of the thing is you say the Gundam relationship and your relationship with Gundam is not most people's relationship with Gundam. No. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, 
I think that there are shows that reward watching normally and shows that reward like going in and getting your hands dirty and you got to know which is which or you're just like digging in the dirt for nothing. And I think that, mm. you know, if you're getting into Toku, you should get into it because you just think it's cool when like monsters and people fight and it doesn't have to be deeper than that. You can make it deeper than that. Uh, there's definitely themes in a lot of Common Rider that you can talk about, but you just got to got to be there for the experience. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like it's like um, it's like being into wrestling, right? Like. A lot of people I know are into wrestling. I've dabbled in wrestling. And when you get into wrestling, two things happen. Either you just like watching men throw each other around a ring, or you get really invested in things that have very little to do with actual wrestling. And it's all about, like, the histories of companies and television writing and the way sports and capitalism interact in America in the last hundred years. And at that point, you don't even need to watch wrestling to enjoy wrestling. Um, but it's sure. not a really good way to be a wrestling person. In fact, it's pretty miserable all the time. Um you should watch Toku if you like to watch people throw things around. If you want a deep read, maybe you should just like watch it when it, the inspiration hits. Not worry about like being exhaustive, right? Because no one's exhaustive about mm -hmm. Toku. You'd have to devote your life to it. You'd have to have known ten years ago, twenty years ago, that you really liked seeing big monsters, and just that's all you were into. And that's fine if someone is, but it doesn't describe anyone here. I think. Sure, that's fair. But I, I you know, I am, I am the kind of person who like secretly here's the, here's the, here's here's a secret for you i you know run this anime podcast and if i didn't i would not be much of an anime person because i am so bad at trying new things i like, i still i sit here every week and go do i like gundam i don't know the answer to that <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever know the answer to that because uh, the way i've taken it in is so broken and bizarre and i didn't like it before i did it this way <laughs> you know uh it's actually funny i have a really good answer for how a way to just start diving into toku okay yeah uh so toei in the last couple weeks got on youtube and decided what if we subbed just 70 series from the 60s into the 90s and put them up on youtube for free <laughs> so a lot of series yeah so it's you know, a lot of the uh, major names are missing. They don't really have much common Rider or Sentai in there. But if you just want to go, like, pick a random thing and see if it's something you like, it's just right there. Yeah, for sure. I did I that for uh, a handful and found some interesting results <laughs> out of it. Uh, i tell you, I don't like Bicrosser. It's... It's a hilarious premise, but it's just not for me. Mm. It's two, the two, yeah, the two brothers uh, transform. One of them rides a bike; the other picks up the bike and uses it as a gun. <laughs> so it's that's kind of great, but eh, eh. <laughs> not much beyond that. Yeah, the mm. best part of watching Bicrosser was the YouTube channel getting copyright strikes from Toei itself while I was watching, and they had to go away for a few hours from self-copyright strike. <laughs> sure, you know how it is. We've all been there. Uh, incredible move. <laughs> but yeah, that, that Toei channel is really, you can just see if there's anything you like. <laughs> just pick and go wild. Okay. <laughs> 
what were you going to say, Anne? Um, about just, like, being into stuff because it's work, I, I have this similar relationship with anime. When we started Great Gundam Project, the first couple episodes, or the first season, I just don't talk about anime because I'm not watching it. I don't I don't care. I start Gundam saying, I used to watch, we used to watch some anime, don't really like anime, but I like Gunpla, so we'll just get into this and talk about it. Um, it's, it's been a, it's been a intense three years in a lot of ways. Um, as you can attest to someone who's watched the first three episodes of like 120 anime or whatever number you're at now. Um, and I assume you've continued on some of them. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, anime comes at you fast and I still like sit here and go, I like some things about anime, but like, I don't really relate to a lot of anime culture. Uh, anime mm. fans, whew, no, uh, uh-uh. um, yeah. And you just ask yourself, like, what what is my relationship with this thing that is like a major portion of my day? Because, um, you know, I have to talk about Gundam a lot for someone who questions whether I like Gundam. Um, and the I, I don't have a good answer other than the way in which we engage with content is different because of the kind of people we are. We, we do podcasts. We're, we're critics, like as like a function, uh, like hobbyist, like semi-professional hobbyist critics, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, we get paid to talk about things in the microphones, and th- that means that we have a weird relationship with the things we talk about. Um, and I think that's okay, but I do like recommend carving space out for things that you don't talk about, right? Like, I talk about Gundam and Mecha and things like that on, on Gundam, but I really like Magical Girl shows. I don't ever want to do a Magical Girl podcast. I don't think I'm qualified for it. I don't think I'd have a lot to say. I just like them. Um, Mm. I don't want to like when I was watching Common Rider, a lot of people were like, oh, you're going to is, is the great common project next. I was like, absolutely not. I would die. Uh, I don't have anything to say mm. about most common writer and I don't want to anyway. I just like watching the guy goes henshin and then he turns into a cool bug man and it kicks a monster through the chest and it's good. It doesn't take a lot of effort. Um, and sometimes you just need things like that. And if, it, if sometimes you're like. I, I didn't watch Common Rider for like three months because I was like, I've watched two and a half shows. I'm really burnt out. I just don't want to watch any of this. And I just didn't for a while. And that's fine, too. Um, the trick is knowing when you're making something work and to pull back from that. You don't have to be watching actively watching Toku if you don't want to. It's a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, like part of part of this show is there was there was definitely a point where I thought about messaging people and being like, okay, let's like, let's do our next thing on like, you know, like episodes, you know, such and such and such of zero one. And I was like, no, I already have an anime podcast where I do that all the time. And then sometimes I do that for movies and sometimes do that for games. And I am still having this, this podcast, which is basically, you know, which is a Toku podcast. So I'm clearly not like, I have a little bit of guilt here. I'm not free of turning things into work. But what I want this podcast to be is, like, whenever we feel like it, which will not even be once a month, we'll be like, hey, like, just talk generally about what we've been watching and what's been cool. And it's sort of like a scattered discussion because, in a way, focusing it would ruin the fun. Yeah, for sure. Like, when you asked me to come on, I was like, I'm not watching Zero One because I assumed you were going to cover more Zero One. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to go back to it when it's over, maybe, but who knows? Uh, I, Man. I'm like, I'm like 10 episodes into, um, Kuga and Kuga seems fine, but I just don't have the energy for it. So I'm just not, I'm not worrying about it. I'll get back to it. I know what's happening. The, the, uh, ancient guys are speaking a language we don't understand and Kuga's working with the cops. And he seems like a dumbass, but his moves are cool. Uh, and it's shot in high frame rate. So it looks awesome. That's all I need to know about mm. Kuga. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been watching a bunch of, uh, X-Aid and in recent, uh, X-Aid openings, I've been watching the 
the footage because they worked into their opening now a promotion for the like X Aid plus Blade versus Pac Man vi- movie. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh man, oh, oh that movie <laughs> uh, rules. Gaim did that for its movies, uh, which is very funny because they spend like three episodes hyping up a crossover with a live action adaptation of an anime from 30 years ago that nobody cares about, and then they have an episode <laughs> that Crass is like, "This is the worst thing ever," and I'm like, "Nah, it's so dumb that it's amazing. It's the best uh, goofy side that." It's better than the soccer episode, which is uh, another goofy aside that is kind of fun and good. Okay, but the soccer episode's better than the soccer movie. <laughs> watching watching Gaim get, like, torpedoed in service of we need to do crossover events and they didn't structure a show that could accommodate those, never not the funniest thing in the world. Okay, I'll, I'll be in hindsight, it's incredibly funny now that I'm out the other end. Nah, those it episodes is, are it good. It is good. You're the villain oh, I, randomly. So, light spoilers for Common Rider Guy, but there's an episode that's a crossover with Kakaider, which is a, an old uh, manga anime, whatever. They're making like a live action movie, so they're doing this crossover event. And the villain of the show, which is like a, a kind of low key mad scientist type, but then like the I'm going to build an algorithm kind of mad scientist, not like I'm building a Frankenstein mad scientist. Anyway, in this episode, for no good reason, he puts his brain into the villain from Kakaider because they have to do something with the part with Kakaider's a robot that punches guys um and it's just nonsense there's no reason for it they never reference it again it's done before that ep- like once that episode's over um and he just had that, that one power that he could brain transfer himself once and waste it on this one time look i just think it's frustrating that they ended a huge cliffhanger and then said uh the- oh yeah it also comes right so- after the most dramatic thing that's happened in the show so far that's just better that's better honestly i love it uh he gets I mean, brain surgery twice. Yeah, yeah, it's good, <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't matter somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it, you make grand plans, and then you know uh, they come in and tell you, "No, you got to do the Kakaider episode next." And you're like, "No, I I can't." <laughs> that person just <laughs> fell off a cliff. We we assume they're dead. They're a major character. No, no, no. Kakaider's next. <laughs> That's. I, I felt this tension in a recent episode of X Aid, where I will avoid specific spoilers but um it was it was the christmas episode and it starts with just being like oh look everyone's got like christmas versions of their like writer costumes and they're fighting while dancing and singing like you know their own version of like merry christmas and like hitting each other with sacks of presents and then the single most depressing thing that's happened in the show so far happened (laughs) (laughs) oh excellent rules (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i I would say yeah, that's definitely the turning point of X Aid. Yeah. Oh. To know that that's the point where I suggest people watch those first twelve episodes to know if they like X Aid or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because yeah, Christmas really answers if you like X Aid or not. <laughs> I should I should watch X Aid. The the thing with X Aid is one everyone gave me the hard sell on it, which I'm the kind of person where if someone does that, I'm like, ah, oh, I should come back to that one when I'm not being hard sold. It very easy to get oversold things. It's just my a flaw of my personality. I'm not saying this is an admirable trait, um, but also it looks so hyperactive that it makes me tired. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare to look at. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's a bit much. Um... Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm familiar with that that personal. I it's the I, gotcha menu of game of yes, game. absolutely. <laughs> Just there's too much on my screen, too much happening at all times. 
the transformation sequences get more elaborate in other stuff, but they never, like... I can't think... So far, in my limited Common Rider experience, X8 is the only one where their transformations have, like, five steps, and for some reason they do every step every time. And it's just like, just oh, cut to the chase, my guys. Okay, we need... First you have to go level one. <laughs> and then you upgrade to level two. With mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Uh, and then you, and then you like you you so you update upgrade to level two, and then you start talking about how you're going to level three, and you say like die 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 while whirlwinding your arm for like three straight seconds, just transform. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, they are. Is so the you're telling, what you're telling me is that X8 is Dragon Ball Z? Yes. <laughs> it it has some has some Z elements. Um, you know, now that you mention it, I would say that that Hojo M has some has some Goku in him. He would be a terrible father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if Vegeta had a gun? <laughs> I mean, Vegeta has a Gallic gun, so that's definitely just yeah. a thing that's true. Also, what if he what if he lost his medical license but refused to stop? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if he lost his medical license so he just opened up an illegal hospital that no one ever goes to? Excuse me. <laughs> you should watch uh, Kamen Rider X8. <laughs> well, when I get and done with the t- other two Kamen Riders on my table, maybe I will. <sighs> and then every time he transforms, uh, uh, the the like the transformation voice yells, bang, bang, shooting. <laughs> the, the one thing I do miss about watching Ichigo is there's no the, the barks don't exist they have not been invented yet so it's just pretty low key most of the time oh the yeah. barks are so good though yeah Ichigo exists in the, like Ichigo definitely is like a, a show that really loved the like 60s Adam West Batman uh, but just wanted mm. to be a little more serious <laughs> a little bit just a little bit more serious um, mm. and it, it's it's just weirder and more like stayed in that way like you know there isn't a lot of the like big technological stuff he goes henshin and he turns into Kamen Rider but that's it that's kind of all he's got going on most of the time he's just kicking and punching dudes there's no moves there's a kick but there's no like special effects on the kick he just has a kick and it takes like five episodes for him to go what if i kicked yeah (laughs) he has the power of a whirlwind that's why uh, he's so strong the belt is like a typhoon belt well that sounds cool they rarely bring that up except for one time when he gets trapped in a small space he's like there's not enough wind here to henshin (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's one thing i really love about ichigo is the bike matters because it's a way to generate wind very fast Oh man, when the bikes mattered, that was good. Yeah, back back when we cared about hunks and not twinks and himbos. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's a common rider with some himbos, I'm down for it. I guess like oh Gaim, my god, are you of, kidding? Gaim guy is kind <laughs> of a himbo. Common rider build. Build okay. has build has a character in like either the first or second episode, starting a narration with "I may be stupid and a piece of shit," but <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, you got my attention. <laughs> A canonical himbofication device. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. uh, Kota Kamen Rider Gaim is definitely also a himbo. Like, literally his yeah. whole point thing in plot is that he's too nice uh, and too stupid to ever be accomplished in anything in his life. <sighs> I'm Dang. stupid enough to not accomplish anything. I don't have the niceness going on. But <laughs> uh, Kamen Rider Gaim's a good show. Uh, I liked it, it a lot. Is. I, I've 
it can be frustrating. Yeah, but it's either, I've come it's either, to it's either it. ten it's ten, ten episodes too long or like thirty episodes too short. One of those is definitely true. I don't know which one, um, but it, it's cool. It's got. I, I also just love that there's like eight hundred different common writers in it, and they all hate each other, and they're all miserable yeah. people. <laughs> Oh. But in like a fun way, like Common Rider for all of it, like Guy for all of its, you know, there's that meme of like, oh, this is the HBO Common Rider is an, a relentlessly optimistic and goofy show. And I like that about it because the mm. one guy you hate more than anything just turns to a fucking great boy and nobody can be mad at a great boy because he's looked like grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure anime fans really hate great boys. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're not talking about anime fans. Great boy. That guy fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh. And I really can't say that I dislike game. I mean, I watched the stage show production where they did a play <laughs> because Toku fans are great and they have fan subbed the play. <laughs> the thing about you, Crass, my good friend Crass, is I know I've known friends with really good taste. I've known friends with really bad taste. And you just have taste. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with that. Oh, I'm the one hey, with good taste. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I, one with the bad taste. I'm not going to say I have... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have good taste, but I know when something's bad. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not but it doesn't fun make to watch. You, yeah, right, right. It doesn't mean you don't you don't like it and won't recommend it to people. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Common so, Rider. What good is your taste? Yeah. How how much dancing is in the Common Rider guy stage show? Is the question. Oh, it's all dancers. Oh, good, <gasps> good, good, good. That's all. Because the the light version of the plot is they have to go do a mini version of the entire series in a different country. <laughs> yes, yes, so absolutely. A, so they replace <laughs> all the regular actors with dancer with actual stage dancers, <laughs> but they still do. They're still oh. The uh, Durian is a bit of a gay stereotype, and actually it's way more explicit in the stage show. I don't know uh, how that's possible. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, there's a cum joke. Okay. <laughs> Asked yeah. and answered. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the the banana, he's, he's a douchebag, but you like him, but he's a jerk. Uh, he's cool, though. The actual truth uh, is banana rules. Yeah. And the other fun thing with the stage show is the Gaim suits already looked incredible to begin with, but you put them under stage lighting. Oh, yeah. And it's They're all, all shiny whole... metal. Yeah, that sounds yeah. sick as hell. Durian with its billion tiny spikes is just astounding. <laughs> and they do really fun things with uh, dropping a giant screen. That lets them do henshin effects. <laughs> Good. The thing people yeah. need to know about Gaim, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't ever seen Gaim, is that ostensibly, especially the first like ten episodes, are about rival dance troops uh, that play Pokemon Go very violently. Um, but they didn't hire people who could dance because the dancing part oh. was like imposed by the studio after they'd hired everyone. So they're terrible at it. <laughs> That sounds great. Yeah, it's oh, really yeah. good. Oh, the choreography is so bad, except for the exactly one episode where they bring in a bunch of actual dancers <laughs> to be like the other gangs. Wow. Oh. But yeah, the the game uh, Zangetsu, a uh, game guide in Zangetsu. I, I highly recommend it. It's 
two hours, which is too long. That's too long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely too long, but it's a pretty fun two hours. <laughs> Common Rider movies are best when they're 45 minutes. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. And because I really love myself, I've already downloaded the X-Aid stage show. <sighs> so hopefully next time I'll be able to talk about that. Well, the, the sacrifices we all make for love. I just want to hang out with the friends again. That They're maybe my favorite group to go back and just hang out with. Well, if you want to go and hang out with your friends or hang out with us, uh, it's the finisher zone. So <laughs> this is like the plug zone, but I'll, I'll do special finisher sound effects. <sighs> there we go. That's the sigh. I was waiting for someone to sigh. Yeah. Now we can continue. <laughs> M. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being, where sometimes I post pictures of Common Rider. I did some tonight. I watched two episodes of Ichigo. I'm like 25 episodes away from the end. I'm so ready to be finished with this fucking show. Then I can go back and watch Kuga. Uh, I have a bunch of podcasts at Abnormal Mapping. You can find that at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, if you want Gundam, which is the thing I talked about the most, that's at our Patreon for $1 a month. Patreon.com slash Mapping. We just started Gundam Wing. It seems pretty cool. That Zex guy seems like he's got it going on. Uh, maybe there's something mysterious about him. We'll find out. I don't know. Gundam Hammer on. Scope Dog Wheel on. Time to go, Axis. Axis drop. I wonder if Zex is like, 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 means something in a different language. Uh, it means sex. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Set me up. Uh, what about you, Crass? Okay, yep, you can find me on Twitter at, at CrassPants, all one word. And you can find the writing I do at Merchzeum, which is like merchandise and museum. They get crushed into one word because I hate, I love C SEO, but I hate describing it on podcasts. <laughs> and there I write about wrestling uh, every two weeks. It's a pretty fun time, a little more experimental. And I think even if you don't like wrestling, you might find something you enjoy there. Grass up, finish! You'll be sacrificed for the greater good. Cobra! The disease. Not the cure. All right, and I am on Twitter at 6detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, it's where you find all the stuff that I do, podcasts and articles and stuff on a pinned tweet there, which will send you to where that stuff is located. Six, Six destruction. Six, destruction. Um, Crass, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime. And uh, until next time, folks, uh, peace out. There's no cute outro. I just say my normal thing. Those who don't fight won't survive. Amuro!